Adam Burke, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. Sean Flannery. Hi, thank you. Hi. Good Chicago boys. We all uh, dressed in tandem as white guys <laughs> with glasses. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we've come to do tech support for the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're the hip web guy. <laughs> I'm the uh, I'm the laid back one who wore a baseball hat to be cool. <laughs> Show all the other dads at the office that I'm just you know I'm just like you guys. <laughs> These fucking nerds show up with their corporate ties on. These guys are the fucking suits. Don't trust them. You trust the guy in the Jay Leno denim shirts. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's like you didn't get the memo about the performance reviews. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan. I wear a Tigers hat to let everyone know I'm like a cool Midwestern guy. I'm laid back. I'm not some uptight Manhattanite. <laughs> it's so weird to, to just start the show blindly without, like, the way it goes at home. You know, usually I'm just in my living room, in my underpants with a... Oh, the way you would normally start a podcast. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But we have to start with banter here. <laughs> it has to get a, it has to get a natural flow yeah natural flow before it um actually evolves into a performance piece <laughs> <laughs> until we we until the scintillating repartee that's about to happen right we right, hope right and i just lean on you two to um you know fill time <laughs> to be funny <laughs> Well, that's how that's going to work out. <laughs> Look, I'm paying both of you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and we will act accordingly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just, Sean, if you could do a tight five while I vape, ten, while I double vape these jewels. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, so I'll, I'll actually bounce this off you. I had an observation today. Um, and you and I were both from the Midwest. Adam is not. No. And have you ever noticed, like, people in the Midwest... You're not. That's not a Michigan asset, accent? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a, a Michigan-Ireland Michigan accent. Michigan asset. <laughs> but uh, we're so bad at accepting any kind of emotion, even sympathy, that uh, I was recently attending a wake, and uh, I noticed that uh, some of my cousins, I was overhearing them with coworkers. And uh, we won't even take sympathy. They'll be like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm like, she was in a lot of pain. <laughs> <laughs> like, or I, I see that with yeah. my coworkers. Yeah. When my coworkers show up in a suit, I'm like, oh, where are you going? They're like, oh, I have to attend a wake. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. They're like, I, you know, I barely knew her. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. just take it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're this far away from going, thank God it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they want to apologize to us. You know what? I'm sorry for bringing up death. You know, it's my fault. You know, The relief. Of the death, yeah, is the celebration. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the because the Irish. I think that comes from the Irish. The Irish, yeah, the, the Irish, Irish one is like. you show up to a wake and you because we just don't have the language for death, so nope. we just we literally go sorry for your troubles, <laughs> 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 like you've got a faulty sink or something. <laughs> the tombstone says sorry for the hassle. <laughs> I have uh, a buddy, actually, uh, somebody that we were talking about earlier today, Bill O'Donnell, who learned he didn't know what the word debacle meant until <laughs> one of his coworkers was like, my mom died, and he goes, what a debacle. <laughs> <laughs> but he thought it was like a terrible situation. He didn't realize. What a quandary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I like I like treating death like it's a parking ticket. That's a real pain in the ass. That's how they get you. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I wish we could do something about this. I wish my it's our bad. You can't it's fight city bad. hall or death. Yeah, yeah. Someone's like, yeah, my mother died. Oh, this city. I tell you. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. <laughs> oh, for so the that- cancer. Thank you. Raising that- the cancer prices. <laughs> That's another thing. So I, I was in Ohio for this wake and my brother and I started talking and I was like, uh, you know, it's crazy. You know, we're in Chicago. We live in a very liberal bubble. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I'm in this very conservative area in Ohio and I walk in opening lines from the gas station, a gas station attendant because I had to buy napkins is uh Funny how Corona went away right after the election <laughs> as I walk in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, uh, fair enough, you know. But I, I get in line and another guy, somebody, like the register isn't working. <laughs> the guy behind me just goes, this fucking administration. <laughs> they're like that's They're like, can you believe this weather, you know? like Right. Yeah. <laughs> Any blame can be yeah. shifted. <laughs> this fucking administration. <laughs> and my brother and I, uh, where I was actually leading with this, is we were talking about, like, my folks. This is interesting. When my, my dad made me put up Walter Mondale election signs. <laughs> That's how liberal he used to be. He was a, a social worker. That's how old we are. That's how old we are <laughs> as well. He is now down a Fox News rabbit hole, you know, uh, very conservative. And my brother and I were talking about how They've become so conservative that they can't talk politics anymore because right. no, no, they, they like they do these all these like ad hominem attacks like like they they're just like almost mean about it. So we end up talking to them the way we talk to our toddlers before company comes over, uh-huh. and we're like, well, all right, listen, if you bring up politics, I'll throw you in your room. All right, like <laughs> time out. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like my Tyler's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, you know, I could talk politics. Like it's not, and they can't. You know? Do you have that with your folks? Oh, my parents are hardcore conservatives. Well, because they're Catholic. Fox they're News is yeah, yeah, on yeah. the TV at all times. Yeah. All times. But one of my kids broke their arm while my parents were watching me, watching them. Didn't call me. I got one phone call while they were babysitters. What was the emergency? Fox News wasn't, they couldn't get the input right to watch Fox News on the TV while they were watching my kids. Like, that's how it's crazy. It's broken. They- His arm, no, the cable. <laughs> but isn't that, like, like, have they changed over the last decades of your life? Like, has, has it made them more conservative in your um, opinion? It's interesting because you can see them start to shift to lying blatantly about liking Fox News. Uh, right. Oh, what do you mean by that? Well, you they don't want to give up. That's all it is. Yeah. They don't want to lose. It's like yeah. if you're if if you're a uh, I don't know, a fucking Detroit Lions fan, you're like, "Well, they got a n- next year. They're pr-. like, "No, no, 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 no." You know. Yeah, you can't say- you have a college education. Yeah. You're 70 fucking years old. You've lived long enough to know that this is a complete bullshit line being fed to you. The slogan of Fox News should be, hear him out, hear him out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they grandiosely, is that a word? Grandiosely get your... I think it is. You got a phone, look it up. Burke would know. Burke. Grandiosely. I'm going to allow it. All right. (laughs) They, they, um, like, still... 
say that they love Trump. Oh, wow. Like my mother. It's like part of their identity now. But you you catch them in a lie and you tell them like, well, you know, this happened, this happened, Mm -hmm. this happened. Like, well, that's not true. And that's all Fox News is. Well, that's not true. That's the whole (laughs) channel. It's just over and over and over again. Well, that's not true. And then that Tucker Carlson, who used to be a soap opera actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from a like a like a food dynasty, right? Like he's a yeah, uh, yeah he's a hare. It Come. does it does sort of sound like it sounds like whenever I'm losing an argument with my girlfriend and she's like, You've never done this. And like, well that's not it was that one time four years ago I did take out the train. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> And the worst is, is that it's on so much that occasionally, because there has to be certain instances where you agree with something. <laughs> yeah. And when that happens, and I'm, I'm making like a Sunday chicken dinner with my mother, and something strikes both of us, I'm like, yeah, that's right. And she's like, yeah, it is right. And we have a hug. <laughs> like, you've never, like, the, the closest mother-son moment that you've ever seen when I agree with Tucker fucking Carlson. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a good point, Mom. And I'm going to... Yeah. All it took was her locking you in the house for 247 days straight. <laughs> and then finally those... Right, occasionally that'll happen. And then I feel so guilty. I just feel guilty. I have to go and angrily masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I like that. Tucker Carlson making liberals angrily masturbate for seven years. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. To some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Natty lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, All right, let's do the show live yeah, from Chicago, Woo! Illinois. You live in the power moves, daddy. This is being recorded. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 165. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you for gathering together for another live edition of the People's Podcast here at the fabulous Lincoln Lodge Theater. Everyone, give yourself a round of applause. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joining me, two of the funniest men in town who are no stranger to Cold One City, USA. Please welcome Adam Burke and Sean Flannery, everybody. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Let's get into the junk drawer. Will Smith resigned from the Academy. What does that even mean, and who cares? (laughs) Well, I would imagine walking behind a professorship would be difficult. Um, (laughs) They're tenured, you know. Um, Yeah, do do you have... Like, do you have duties when you're part of the academy? Do you have to polish you, something? You have or? to vote, right? That's all you have to do. <laughs> all it means is that he can't vote for the Oscars anymore. Do you think he actually votes? I mean, he probably has an assistant, but do you think Will right. Smith himself no. actually, like, Absolutely yeah. not. No. There's no Did you think way. Will Smith said, I like the death guy in that movie <laughs> about Boston fishermen? Right. And, and everyone who wins is always something that is... That you don't like in general. Yeah. It's usually like you're oh, talking about if you're a su- oh, just everyone. No, is I like don't that. see yeah, Will yeah. Smith watching all of these yeah. movies and then 
Well, no, I like the one where the uh, where the guy fucks the fish lady. That should be the one that should win. Maybe subconsciously, you know how like sometimes we don't have like kind of the courage to actually quit a job. So we misbehave <laughs> right. to get ourselves fired. Right. Maybe right. that's what Mills, Will Smith oh. was doing. Like he's like, I'm tired of this shit. It might, <laughs> like, it might be. It may be as hard to quit the academy as it is to quit the gym. Because you know, yeah. when you quit a gym, <laughs> you have to write the personal <laughs> trainer. Yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. That's when they'll finally let you yeah. go. You do yeah. something so abhorrent that you yeah, can't I go. Wonder you if can't go to Planet Fatness happening. anymore. Yeah. You're no longer allowed at Planet Fatness. You just shit in the shower. And then I resigned from Planet Fatness. I remember the first time I tra- I tried to cancel a gym membership uh, in Akron, Ohio, was the when I l- learned the phrase "as the crow flies," because <laughs> I was like, "I've moved," and he's like, "No, you, you're you're within uh, forty miles," and I'm like, "I'm not." He goes. As the crow flies, <laughs> according to our calculations, you are. I'm like, but I don't fly to the gym, you know? Like, yeah. Was this like a Dumbledore? No, so like they, they, that is a legal term they have. When they say 40 miles, they'll say as the crow flies. So they're they don't want. So if you take out all like buildings all the navigational and routes, topography, yeah, if you like could that go is straight in your through. gym membership. Okay. Believe it or not, the phrase as the crow flies. If you could run like the Flash, like through buildings. I love that <laughs> both of you. You there's this is some Irish shit. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like something that you both uh, like. Well, it's as the crow flies. Well, like, well, crows were the main form of communication up to about four years ago in Ireland. Yeah, before <laughs> Google Maps. So it was all based on crows. <laughs> it was the world's leading crow-based <laughs> navigation system. Crows were the were the old blackberries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just I, I think that uh, Will Smith's family are like behind him now. But a year later, when he no longer gets those free DVD screeners that the Academy gets, uh. that's that's the catalyst. <laughs> well, maybe maybe his wife is still in the Academy. Oh, I wa- right, what? And, and she for what? Well, why would what's she the last ex- movie she's been in for Matrix <laughs> well, like Revolution? Fucking, I mean, she has a better <laughs> resume than half the people there. I mean, you know, right? Also, obviously, the one who makes the decisions. Yes, <laughs> yeah. she made that choice. She made that choice with her eyeballs for him to go do that. <laughs> it was that quick. It was this look of just. Yeah, she can never like she can never go to she can never go to marriage counseling and complain about their lack of communication. Like you rolled your eyes and he knew exactly I mean, what to do. When you're when you're at a position in your relationship where you can go on fucking TV and tell everyone about who you bang that's <laughs> not your what your husband that's sitting next to you. You have enough power. Like that's like Jedi mind trick power level <laughs> where you can just and your husband will walk up on national TV and hit another celebrity in the fucking mouth. That's power. That's true power. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Have we had enough of the Will Smith shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to address it because it was new. Let's play a new game called Turn It Up and Turn It Off. So in this game, boys, we decide whether overplayed songs from uh, terrestrial radio if you turn on your classic rock station, your pop music station, if you will turn this song up or immediately turn it off. Okay. Okay. A lot of hard choices. All right. First song, Metallica's Enter Sandman. I so I don't like Metallica, but because that song is not overplayed for me, like growing up in Cleveland, I would turn it up. 
I would turn it off because I'm pretty sure Enter Sandman was the first heavy metal song they ever played in like a Target. Like that's the one that was safe enough. To like where the dads were rocking. It was out across the, the Rubicon <laughs> kind of movement. <laughs> like two years later, Jethro Tull won a Grammy <laughs> for heavy metal. Like after that came out. Um, but I'll, I'll turn that one up. I could go either way. I'm gonna go off. Yeah. It's just it's it's too cliched. I have to I have to turn that off. It, also, also off to Never Neverland. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you having a stroke? Well, if you've <laughs> seen the, the Metallica documentary. Oh, some some kind of monster. It really makes you not like Metallica. Oh, have you seen? Have you guys oh, seen yeah. it? It's one of the. Gra- it's Spinal Tap done right. It's the greatest. Has everyone seen that? <laughs> but it, it 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 also shows. Like I always grew up when you watch that documentary. I was like, why are all these producers winning all these awards and being thanked? And then you <laughs> you watch that documentary, and it's just seven narcissists screaming at each other <laughs> with the producer going, well. <laughs> I actually don't think you should be the most important person in the band. And he's like, well, and the H1's like, my instrument needs to be turned up, motherfucker. And like, it's crazy. Right. The producer is like a psychologist. Yeah. You know, the it's just like, we've been here for seven weeks. And his name, if I remember correctly, is Bobby Rocky. Yeah, Bobby, Bob Rock. Bob Rock. Bob Rock yeah, is the producer. And he's hilarious in that documentary. Yeah. And he is the most cliched. Yeah, producer. Yeah. He's like cowboy boots. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, how many studs do you have on that shirt? <laughs> yeah. like you're a 65 year old man. You have you have a bedazzled shirt on with a like. Do yeah. you believe in Jesus? What's the cross? Why do you have it? Heavy metal is a genre where you go. I want to buy clothes when I'm 15, and I want to be buried in those clothes. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, there's a couple areas where I kind of won't truck condescension and i don't like heavy metal fans that are condescending about good or bad heavy metal i don't like beer nerds that are and i don't like horror movie condescension okay. like i always feel like uh, come on like i feel like all this three is something of those... that lives in your brain oh, you're yeah, mad man. you're mad at horror movie condescension no but don't you feel they're all the same like why Pretty would much. you say one is like high art and the other is in the same with beer the same with heavy metal like it's all kind of the same right horror movie oh that's how you stab a guy (laughs) (laughs) stranglehold by ted nugent by the nuge the motor city madman you're a big fan sean i know you're a big i actually don't know if i I'm, i'm sure i would recognize that growing up in cleveland if it was played i am gonna maybe for nostalgia and how hilarious i think he is turn it up I don't think I know this song. I like any any guy who I feel got you is, in a stranglehold, baby. Yeah, now I cut your face. I do like any artist who, like, when he eventually gets arrested, all they need to do by way of evidence is just read out the names of his songs. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, stranglehold, that guy. Yeah, he's guilty. <laughs> he doesn't even sing it. Well, That's but the I, thing. Like, no, no, it's the album is Ted Nugent. Does the blues? <laughs> it's Ted Nugent. No, it's uh, just Ted Nugent. But then someone else sings the song. He plays the guitar. Yeah, he, oh, I mean, wow. he, he doesn't have a great voice. Um, but I, I sort of oh. like, I sort of <laughs> like when you're a conservative musician that you just have to go, like, you, you just sort of allude that, like, oh, by the way, I like smaller government, and it's so <laughs> rare. 
It's so got rare. Got in a artist, government, yeah, It's baby. so rare that you get let down this like like hole where he was shooting archery on stage. Right. I don't know if you remember that. Right. Like like and like he became a hunter and like none of that shit was real. Kid Rock is the same way. It's like I don't know how to get out of this conservative feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Because like we're the only artists you guys have, also, you know. Uh, also, a big uh, element of heavy metal, a feedback loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oasis, don't look back in anger. Off. Off. Hate Oasis. Off. <laughs> I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go uh, up on. Uh, stra- yeah. I'm gonna go up on Stranglehold, and um, I'm gonna go up on Oasis. Don't look back in anger because it makes me feel good when I'm saddies on the treadmill. <laughs> now, is that due to nostalgia that that's when you were a young person and you had all this hope in your life? And- no, I just think no. It's 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 not it's not because I. Of then, it's because of now when I don't have hope. (laughs) This is a no hope song that makes me feel good about not having any hope for the future whatsoever. You like the message of it? Yeah. Yeah, all right. And to call back to, it's a Planet Fatness song for me. I'm just, I'm sad and I've got a torn leg muscle. (laughs) It'd be a great anthem for whatever the opposite of a fundraiser is. Like if we needed a song to take money away from people, <laughs> don't look back in anger would be that'd be the official <laughs> feed the world of that of that movement. And we should make this uh, uh, crowd uh, involvement also. Let's let's start from Metallica and our Sandman. Everyone, woo! One, not too one. many. One, oh, yes, fuck. thank you. No, no, no. Brave, brave. Stranglehold. Ted Nugent up. One, one. <laughs> this table has got a lot of opinions. All right, Mike, Mike, do this. Mike, do this. For the next one, ask them to yell if they want it off. Oh, okay. Oasis, don't look back in anger. Off. Oh, oh yeah, uh, we're, yeah. Right. We're in the minority. Up. Yeah, they want it up. Yeah. Have you seen the documentary Network? Yes, I have. It's a lot of fun. It's Spinal Tap done right. <laughs> <laughs> and her Sandman up. Down, oh, down, oh, shit. Oh, down, down. Well, that's par for the course. <laughs> Stranglehold down. Let me go ahead. This isn't. This isn't a. No one's gonna come out in the crowd and. Slap. No right answers. Is, There's no right answers. I will say Ted Nugent is lurking at the back of the room. <laughs> he. <laughs> Just <laughs> with, a, yeah, with a loaded bow. And he would do that. Do you think he would ever use his guitar as the bow to say pull back? <laughs> Did anyone ever think Someone's that? Someone's like, that's a great idea. That might it be is. dangerous. <laughs> that a fucking psychopath has a, a weapon that can kill people on stage. Like, how do you get away with that? I think he knows so little about bow hunting <laughs> that he doesn't understand it could kill somebody. <laughs> Guns don't kill people. Ted yeah. Nugent with a bow kills people. <laughs> London calling the clash. Turn it up. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Yeah, I'll, I'll go up on that. <laughs> Down, played. Can played. I? Can I uh, tell a real quick story that's that's in my book? Um, oh, your book, Sean. You want to uh, plug your book? Well, I don't really want to plug my book, but it, it brings up. I, I basically committed federal hacking crimes uh, due to how much <laughs> I, I like the clash. Where I was working in a level one. Uh, help desk for the, the first internet service provider in Cleveland. So this is like 1996. 
thought you were going to say it was two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> Cleveland very far behind. We just got 911. <laughs> but uh, I'm working there, and then we would have this 80s flashback lunch that they would play while we're all like on our phone calls. You know, yeah. We would just get these calls from customers. And this, this guy comes back. And when I was young, I don't know if you guys were like me, I cared – I, I was so opinionated about music. I'm not that way anymore. But I was like so. As you get older, you don't give a shit. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it, yeah, but that's yeah. a good. Isn't that one of the greatest freeing growths of life? Yeah. That, like you don't get angry about music anymore. I used, to, I used to put so much energy into it. Oh my god! I would argue. I would yell. And you look back out on it, and you're like, "What? You know, good song is a good song." Yes. Like some of those Celine Dion songs, they feel good. And yeah. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, they, and I don't care because I look at it as like brain drugs. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You don't look for approval when you drink 15, what are these, Tito's and sodas <laughs> with a splash splash of crayon from a lady parts. Or, or as we call it here, liquid saline. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But as you get older, it's like, well, I'm, I'm fucking 46. I yeah. like bust a move. It's Who a cared? good fucking yeah. song. <laughs> so I was not at that age yet. And uh, this guy, this DJ comes back. They had just played Rock the Casbah uh, from The Clash. And the DJ comes and is like, ooh, yeah, The Clash's only top ten hit. And you can see why. That is a great song. There are other songs pretty iffy, if you ask me. <laughs> and I lose it. Like, I just straight up lose right. it. Like I, like, I had to be calmed down. I had to, like, they, they told me to take a lunch break. Like, is that, I. Is that the only recorded instance of someone losing it over the word iffy? <laughs> So, and they kept going I loved, on. I love the idea that DJs only have heard the hit song. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, yeah, the Clash is, yeah. uh, their, their catalog is massive. Yeah, exactly. But he's only heard those because he listens to six hours of the same songs yeah. every day. I listen to Traffic and Weather <laughs> and 30 Minutes of Music. Look, the police and thieves is on the yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's an album? <laughs> What's this album? You so, I like I lose it, and then I come back, and they kept saying on their radio show because email was new. Like, and remember, you can email your request to us. And I knew back then that they were a radio station. They probably ran Max, which meant back then there was this email program that everyone used called Eudora, and I knew it had a flaw in it. Where if you sent a very big this file... This is like the lamest Mission Impossible hacker. The <laughs> <laughs> guy in a van. But I knew it had a flaw in it where uh, if you sent a really big email file, like it couldn't calculate if it was downloaded yet, and you would end in this infinite loop where it would just keep downloading this one message. <laughs> yeah. So I sent an email to them. The subject was proof. <laughs> The body was listening to this asshole, and it was a 70-megabyte attachment of London Calling. And when they came back on the radio, they go, okay, guys, uh, we're going to have to ask you to not email that in. (laughs) Our web server is down. I think I would have been acquitted. Got an email from Sean. Hey, Sean. Just a shout-out to Sean. Could you knock it off? Our email servers, but so iffy. yeah, I'm a I'm a huge Clash fan. Turn it up. A day in the life, the Beatles. Up, up. 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 We got we got one, I'm two off. up. I'm off. Two up. No, that's okay. <laughs> off. No wrong answer. Say it loud and proud. If you, you got to stand up for this shit, I'm gonna turn it. <laughs> 
Nice. Oh, wow. Man, you guys lost your fucking minds. <laughs> That's all you can, like. I don't know. <laughs> That's where you got to. All right. We've run out of things to talk about. Fine. <laughs> We're doing a poll. All right. Best, best governments. Best Beatles song. Yeah. Best haircut best in the statues. <laughs> we had all the Thanksgiving discussions about... Who's into abortion and who's not? And uh, also, who votes for who? There was more fights about the Beatles than the abortion. <laughs> I Revolver's the best, Grandma, you piece of shit. <laughs> Octopuses don't have gardens, you fucking dick. <laughs> it's not nice to say to Grandpa Jed, Adam. It's not very nice. You know he... You know he has he's lung cancer. You know that, right? And now this is this could be our last Thanksgiving, and you you called Grandpa a piece of shit. Jeez Louise, Jeez Louise, Jeez Louise. I'm gonna go out. I'm yeah. I still smoke. Yeah, I, I'm going out for a Winston. I'm going out for a Winston. I'm. You know what? I don't care if you guys know I smoke still. You know what? I'm stressful. It's been a stressful couple of years. And if I come back in and Eleanor Rigby isn't playing, I swear to God. <laughs> home sweet home, Motley Crue. Off. Off. Up. That's a hard up for me. Stop. See? It's hard up. It's a hard up and fuck you guys. This is... This is one of those where, you know, I shouldn't judge. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to judge, but this is the one I fucking judge. That goes up. Makes a lot of sense to me. It's like, a, you know, it's cathartic. That's, that's fine. <laughs> I, it sounds like something where, where like... <laughs> Where like your girlfriend has called you four times in a row, and you just want to say, "I'm on my way, I'm on my way," but you're clearly well, not I, on your I, way. Well, I I hate that entire thread of rock and roll. We're like my life on the road, <laughs> <laughs> like Bob yeah. Seger, yeah. John Bon Jovi. Yes. I'm a modern cowboy fighting my way out of each town. <laughs> I just need to rest my legs and my guns, you yeah. know. Yeah. There's the it's such a trope, well, you know. It, well, it annoys me they haven't updated. It annoys me there isn't a song called Flipping Through the Guide Channel yeah. <laughs> with an open pizza box <laughs> on the bed. There's the one. There's the, there's the Seeger song. He walks in and everyone looks at him because he's a long hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, is it woman? Is it a man? Yeah. It's like, you know what's a fucking man? It's Bob Seeger. Have you ever seen fucking... Like the, yeah. It ain't like he's showing up at Chevy asking for a job interview, you know? We all know what Bob Seeger looks like. He looks like a fucking man. You would assume automatically when this guy with a giant handlebar mustache and cowboy boots and he smells like 85,000 cigarettes and whiskey, you're just going to assume and I'm not, I don't want to I don't want to stereotype. I don't want to he looks like a man, you would just assume, but that just shows you how stupid like some small town idiot yeah. was that he hair. had to is deal yeah. with. Is that Janis Joplin or Bob Seger? I, I mean, his, his poster is on the wall, but it's Bob Seger. Bob Seger's walking in like this. <laughs> Turn the page. And I just assume he says that when he walks in to this bar in Missouri or what. Turn the page. Like, is that a chick? I'm like, no. <laughs> this is the 70s. There wasn't fucking replacements or anything. He he's a dude. 
and they fucking he hated. Just, he's, it's called turn the page. He was an asshole to waiters. He would just hold the menu <laughs> and make them turn the page. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> turn the page. It was like one of those cheesecake factory ones. <laughs> yeah. It was like a fucking, like a New Testament Bible that just turn the page. Eighty-five pages of omelets. Turn the page. What is this? Corned beef sandwiches. Pages 72 through 83. All right. That joke ran its course. <laughs> Creep by Radiohead. Up. I'm an off Up. guy. I, I don't know. Is Dave off. Chappelle singing it again? <laughs> Dave Chappelle oh. sings that song a lot. Oh, that did happen. <laughs> yeah. It did happen. It happened like once, and it was great, and now he does it all the time. And it's like, all right, Dave. Well, <laughs> I understand that. If you got the chance to sing yeah. some song you love and people want to keep, yeah. like I would, I would do that forever. There's all what kinds. Would your, of what would your song be? Turn the page. <laughs> Here I am on the road again. Yeah, I would do that. I'd do that now, man. Something. I would risk all of you walking out. <laughs> I would just stand here and acapella karaoke. Turn the page. That's your new closer. <laughs> Shake it off by Taylor Swift. So oh. here, here's the thing. So oh, n- I got that 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 one. You almost got diarrhea so, from that. So I'm, oh, I'm going. No. I'm, oh no! <laughs> I'm going hard off on that one because I, as a comedian, sometimes you get sometimes you get gigs on cruise ships. I was on a cruise ship for three months. And I was on the three months that that song was the biggest fucking song in the world. And you couldn't be at any part of the cruise ship without fucking Shake It Off happening. You literally couldn't shake off, shake it off. It was the fucking most ironic. Even though I think about it, I start getting this. Oh, it was. Oh, my God. So I'm going to turn up for the same reason just because my kids loved it. And it reminds me of that young age they were at, which was so much fun. So I'm oh, going to well, turn it up. for having a sweet answer. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, had a sh- I had ship-based PTSD, and you've got a nice thing about... And then about- they would always <laughs> argue about, isn't that the one where she says something like the boy with the hella hair or something like that? Hella good hair, It was yes. so funny because, you know, when, when you have toddlers, they're very rule-based. So they would be like, great, great song, great song, great song. And then the three of them would argue, I think she swore. I don't know. I feel, and then they would just argue for the rest of the song, and they weren't able to enjoy it after that line. T Swizz got a potty mouth, Dad. Yeah. yeah. This is a bunch of bullshit, Dad. Yeah. You say bullshit all the time. Almost di- drifted into Elmo there. Hey, I used to be able to do Elmo. <laughs> You're a piece of shit, Dad. Hate you. I, I liked when uh, Elmo sang Turn the Page. Remember that? Turn the page! <laughs> that sounds like I'm teaching you to read. And then just. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you a quick Elmo story? Oh, yeah. So I used to work, I used to work at a, a company that made those really annoying kids' books that had like the buttons that make sounds. So the <laughs> have you, do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, so they're, they f- they're fucking annoying, right? But they had one, and they had like a potty training book for, for, for Elmo, and it had four buttons on it. And 
Whatever happened, so the sound chips on these things are so crappy, they sent them off to like China, they came back and they sent out 10,000 of these and some woman complained because it was supposed to go, you're supposed to hit it and Elmo was supposed to go, who has to go? As in who has to go party? For some reason, you, I've seen this book, you would press it and clear as a bell, Elmo went, who wants to die? <laughs> Whatever happened in the conversion, and everyone was like, It's like an anarchist. <laughs> like an anti consumerist an anarchist act of. Like, I'm a watcher to not live anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Products will never make you happy. <laughs> Life is meaningless. <laughs> Jesus is all a big scam for money. <laughs> Emma loves money. Do you love Emma like Jesus? Turn the page. Turn the page. <laughs> Let's do some power news you can use. In stupid politicians news, a Nebraska state lawmaker said he was sorry on Monday after he publicly cited a rumor saying that schools are placing litter boxes in the bathrooms for kids who identify as cats <laughs> to take dumps in and go pee-pees. How dumb are you? This is who's in charge? I always love how homophobes take it to just the animal level immediately. Like, what's next? We f You marry a horse, you know? You shit in a litter box, you know, like... Like, that's like they're not, and it's like, well, is that what you want to do? <laughs> right, right. Because like, that's exactly Because no one else is. is asking for that, you know? Like, well, if it, uh, just, you know, I want to fuck a VCR. I want to fuck a VCR, but I don't because, you know, this is America. Like, so, what the fuck does that even mean? They're, they're, they're writing their speech, and it's just whatever comes into view. It's like, next they're going to be having sex with ceiling fans and. Hungry man dinners and just whatever's around. <laughs> the cat jumps into their lap. Sick of this. My my. Uh, this is real real talk, folks. <laughs> my uh my my teen son. I came home. He was uh, having sex with a hungry man dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard this was uh going on at school. All the all the every kid at school has sex with the mashed potatoes <laughs> and the hungry man dinner, the Salisbury steak ones. And now, guess what they're doing? Can you believe this? Can you believe this? They're putting um, hunger man dinners in the restrooms, the grade schools, <laughs> for kids to masturbate into. I, I read this, and it's true, and it's the same fucking thing. It's the same madness that this is. Senator Bruce Bosselman made the statement as fact during a public televised debate on a bill intended to help school children who have behavioral problems. So that has nothing to do with. This guy just loses his goddamn mind. Bosselman said he was shocked when he heard stories that children were dressing as cats and dogs while at school. <laughs> with no, 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 this is never, never mean. Hey, there's 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 kids in there. They're dressing like cows. They're dressing like sheep. It's a nativity play, you fucking lunatic. With claims that schools were accommodating them with litter boxes. But also, have you ever seen a school bathroom? That actually sounds like a better idea. Like yes, it already yes, it does. Yes, it does. That sounds cleaner. Yeah, yeah. And it stems back to this whole, the whole, like, just Facebook information society, right? right. Yeah. Like, you just believe... <laughs> 
anything You'll that believe. happens on there. Yeah. Also, no one here who's no. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say that maybe the man in the but no one here. Ever went to a school where someone didn't shit in one of the your urinals? Oh, you got to. <laughs> like, you got to. You got that's, to. that's way worse than litter boxes. <laughs> you saw someone you shit in a. You saw someone shit in a urinal. Was there a mirror come right in front of you? Come up and talk to Sean. Come up here. Come up here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's like a bidet. Look, it's like a bidet. How do you do it? I need to know about this person who saw shit. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? Fuck cats. They got I, that coming. I pissed on a printer once until it didn't work anymore. And my ex-wife, because, you know, ex-wife now, I, I, I decided that the bathroom was the printer in the, in the computer room, and I urinated on it until it just shorted out. And she woke up. She goes, that's not the bathroom. I said, I know. <laughs> I really want to know if the and then we got divorced. So, like, <laughs> real quick, I want to know: uh, uh, Does the printer have an error code for pissing on it? <laughs> and is it one? I think so. <laughs> I'd call to, uh, take it to the Geek Squad, the P, the P Squad. So we're not going to hear about this guy shitting in the fucking urinal. Sean, go over. Give him, give him a mic closer. Give him a mic there. Just closer. Come on. What's your name, sir? This is this Adrian. is okay. This is Adrian. Not, thank this, you for this for is joining. now a legal record, Adrian. That's, that's totally fine. Totally fine. No, I. It was elementary school. <laughs> elementary school. I walked in, full blown, caught in the act. Somebody was squatting with their back to the urinal, and I watched it happen as I walked in the door. Totally. There's. You could tell immediately what was going on. And did you was, did you know the kid? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. And there but, was, but that's how you there, met. There was evidence afterwards because when I was done with my business, evidence. Yeah, it was clear, and that's just going to spin around for a long. It's not going anywhere, but yeah, that's I saw spin it. Spin yeah. around. <laughs> no. <laughs> Was oh, it yeah. ice? Was it I'll, was I'll it one of those forget. ice ur- with an ice pile in the urinal? Was it on top? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like this, is, this, this is the '80s, so there probably wasn't <laughs> anything else going on in there. But <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, well, you're right. you're Sean now. Do you want to come? Yeah, up come here? on up. Come on, you can take that shit <laughs> until Sean gets back from the well, bar. Well, Sean go, does does some shots. But, but in the again, of this this, show. I'm just curious if this is a, not the gender thing, but for, for the just for the men in the room, do you, did anyone else shit in a, in a, the urinal in your school? No, because I know they did at least, but you know, and they did definitely did in mine. <laughs> you and I, buddy. All it right, ma- cool. It we're- makes sense because I feel like in high school there were guys who just hung out in the bathroom all day. <laughs> there, Sean, come back. This man's not being paid. Neither are you. Sean, come back to the program. Sean, come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, wait till he pisses on the printer, and then you'll maybe want to reconsider. What was your name again? Adrian. Adrian, round of applause Adrian. for Adrian, I think. Yo, Adrian. I'm going to bring Sean back up. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That is true. There was, there was like a whole... There was always guys who just hung out in the bathroom all day, and... 
I think it was just to fuck with kids taking a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To hang over the side, spit on them, or throw pens in their face, or make fun of their duties. And there was never a door. We, we don't know. Yeah, it the just The door happens. was always hung off, like ripped yeah. off the hinges. From people hanging off of it. Yes, yes. Or... It's a nightmare. It, it doesn't even have to be in a restaurant. Like I, my, no, it doesn't. My my father-in-law had a heart attack. He uh, he went to Ohio State's hospital. And uh, and yeah, thank you. Nice callback. Yeah, yeah. Callback from the audience. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I walk like I parked my car. It, it was when Ohio State was playing Texas with Vince Young. And I just see this car. It has Texas plates. These these assholes are in the hospital parking lot. They're not in the football parking lot. <laughs> so one of them had something bad happen. Someone took a shit on their windshield. Because nice. Ohio Real State was nice. playing them. I mean, like, men are just fucking disgusting. And I'm sure it was a man, you know. And you know, whoever... Because poop is an interesting thing. It doesn't just, like, clean off. You, no. think, <laughs> you think, like, you can just shit in the shop. Not that I have, but you think you, you think it'll just turn into it'll just dissipate like no, it's held together with stuff that your body makes like Spider-Man webs, and it's just a sponge, and every little crevice is filled with the poo-poo parts, and I sw- and there's someone got into that car, and turned yeah. on the windshield wipers like oh yeah. We'll just fucking pop this on. And it just turned into a fucking jello pudding nightmare. Yeah, no, he, now he has tinted windshields. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a drug dealer now. Yeah. Limo tint. <laughs> That's a good term for that. Limo when you shit on someone's windshield, you say, yeah, I fucking limo tinted that motherfucker. And, and and that's what men do. We do something awful involving shit, and then we think of a f- fun name for it. Yeah, we shit on, we shit on stuff. We're guys. Baltimore <laughs> delivery or something like that. Yeah, it's always a city with us. You know? <laughs> the bread man showed up. I guess the bread man showed up. Yeah. Honey wheat. Yeah. Fucking honey wheat all over there. Sorry, um, you know. How is that? I'm I'm sorry. Is it too much doo doo talk for you guys or no? Like, do you guys have any doo doo stories for us? Do you have a cool one though? (laughs) By the way, that was the name of another Elmo book. Everyone has a poop story. (laughs) Everyone has an Elmo poop story. (laughs) You got one? You want to come up and say it into a microphone like real people? Oh, really? All right, that's fair. <laughs> totally fair. Is, you, do you put, is, is that like, do you put that on dating apps? Like, I'll, you'll know you're the one when I tell you my poop story. <laughs> that's nice. Put that on Bumble. That's nice. So wi- women, women do have, one thing that I think us men don't know is women have hilarious poop stories. And I think every single person ever has a they, they do, but women's are like just as funny as ours, but they don't, they don't. So I, I do a show on Fridays called The Blackout Diaries where like normal it's about people, poop. It's about it's about poop. Yeah. But normal people tell true drinking stories and like these these group of girls, as CJ Sullivan's wife was one of them. Um they went to go see Iowa State, Iowa, and 
one of these four women just shit in a bathtub. Yeah. Huge shit. And it's they, a big toilet. They elected. <laughs> they just. It's they, yeah. But yeah, what I love toilet. is they elected to believe it was a ghost. <laughs> they deal with the reality of one of them trying, because they were all blackout drunk, so like any of them could have been equally capable of it, you know? I think this place is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the, the old uh, like urinal troughs. Like when you go to yeah. the ballpark, yeah. like it's a big bathtub. <laughs> Those need to be shat in. Those, that <laughs> seems like... That seems like uh, yeah, I would the, accept to the, that. To the, to, yeah, you, to the women in the audience, you know. To uh, the ladies out there, how many <laughs> times have you shit in a bath? You know, are you f- are you familiar with the urinal trough in 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 sporting they arenas for be, men? I wouldn't. Th- yeah. So it's just like it's it's like it's like what would be outside of a saloon in the 1870s. It's like it looks like a horse's drinking trough, but we're all supposed to just piss in it. And like, what would you do if you walked in? What would you guys do if you walked in and there was just a trough that you were supposed to piss into? Why would that happen? Yeah, I was gonna say, why would that? Because uh, because we should have gone somewhere else and we didn't. We were just like, I guess this is it. Why don't women have the troughs? Why did men only? That seems like you guys could all just line up. Great point. (laughs) Great point. Okay. Great point. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Biggest laugh of the night. There you go. That's how you do that shit. <laughs> I love a lady's trough though. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hot, right? No? Oh boy, I'm going to Well, cancel me. I'm going to go. <laughs> Median Mike Burns loves to say chicks piss into troughs. <laughs> Tweet it. All right. Where were we in this story? Oh, yeah, where were we? <laughs> oh, we? I think we got as far as Litterbox. <laughs> okay, this quote from uh, Boss, Bruce Bosselman. They meow and they bark and they interact with the teachers in this fashion. <laughs> He's no fucking clue. Bosselman said during the legislative debate, and now schools are wanting to put litter boxes in the schools for those children to use. How is this sanitary? And... It comes out that this info is all from a private Facebook group called <laughs> Protect Nebraska Children, <laughs> which look, if you're going to go that nuts with it, you should also say they're also providing giant balls of yarn. And how are we going <laughs> to do you know what was interesting, though? I, I saw this on April Fool's Day. It's now such a mismatch of just disinformation. <laughs> right. Nobody right. knows what's an April Fool's prank, oh. and other people are just repeating it. <laughs> and like, it's just this like, oh, we're done. Feedback. You loop can of- make up whatever you want now. It's free game. Yeah, it's you insane. Can, you can yeah. just make up stuff. You can make up a cool story about shitting on a wi- like that windshield story you told. I'm stealing that, and I'm gonna fucking crank it up to like 25 percent, where yeah. like some other stuff happens, and it's mine now. Yeah, and and I'll just tell it as fact, and you know that's all you have to do to get ahead in life right now. You just take whatever you want or make up whatever you want. Boom, you're a millionaire. That's America now. <laughs> so, it is a Facebook fucking post, and. He said that he planned to discuss the issue with the CEO of the Nebraska Department of Health and Human Services, which you're going to call a meeting for this? Like, 
we knew, hey, everyone, get on the phone. We're gonna, these cat and dog trans species <laughs> children are defecating all over the schools. <laughs> like, I also like that he's making policy just based on stuff that shows up on his Facebook feed. We're like, and another thing, my cousin Patricia is getting married, and I don't want to go to Cabo for it. We need legislation to stop this. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> You're just making up shit. Like, he could just say, kids aren't allowed to drink Mountain Dew anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. We're trying to have a Christian society. <laughs> Teachers are all masturbating in front of kids. Are you serious? You could say literally anything. Yeah. That's what kind of this show is. So. <laughs> Let's move on. In Chinese dad boner news... <laughs> If you're familiar with the dad boner character, if you're not, that's totally fine. He's a completely reckless maniac person. There's a guy who lives in a airport in China, which is oh, this alcoholic to me. dude. Yes. Yeah, for nine years, this guy's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I've heard of this dude. Living with your family can be tough, especially when they don't feel your vibes. We yeah. don't understand. <laughs> you know how it is. Wang Jingku, a Chinese man in his 60s who was sick of his crap, decided to move to the Beijing Capital International Airport and has stayed there for 14 years. <laughs> 14 years. Have you ever hated anyone enough to live in an airport for 14 years? His wife told him he can't drink anymore, yes. and he's lived in an airport for 14 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it nice? Is it nice? Well, have you been there? Yeah. Every airport outside of America is a nice. Any, uh, what are the what are the urinal troughs like there? Are they nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you can live like if 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 the unhoused can live anywhere in an airport, like fill up LAX. You ever go to LAX? That is a piece of shit. It's that terrible. That is the worst goddamn terrible. airport. Terrible. Yeah. Fill them up. That'll solve the problem. So is this guy been living here and just drinking yes. the whole time? Yeah. Yes. So this sounds like a way more interesting version of that Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> He's yeah. not a political prisoner at any level. He's just a he drunk. Can, he's still married to his wife yeah. and could show up if he agrees to not be drunk. It's a version of the terminal called terminal cirrhosis. <laughs> <laughs> He has this pimp set up, like picture when, you know, like when you go to the airport and you've got all your things just right and you almost don't want to get on the plane. You've got your bag, yeah, 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 yeah. you got your coffee, you've got a Us Weekly. For me, <laughs> I like an Us Weekly. I like an analog and entertainment device. And it's just three chairs. It's all his shit. And that's where he lives. Yeah, that's wow. where he lives. Yeah. And it seems comforting. It seems nice. Like that's it's a routine. I mean, it's, it's a routine. Yeah. And he has all he needs. He has that set up. Basically a hobo camp. Is it legal? Like, how is this legal? Yeah. But the, it's this is in Beijing. Yes. Yeah. The Chinese have like, like they're like, uh, let's not look at too hard at what is and isn't legal. <laughs> let's uh, once we start going down that rabbit hole, most of our like, I would love it. I would love to live there. I would love to just live at the airport. Well, I, I also love like those old school, we can't get divorced viewpoints 
was like, where's your husband? <laughs> well, I haven't <laughs> seen him in 15 years. He lives in the airport. And you're like, where's your wife? Oh, no, and I'm happily married. I just, right. I live in an airport. He's you know? still married. Yeah, they're still How much does married. his wife love him that he's, she hasn't divorced him yet? Yeah. Unless it's another some. Does sort she of only? I don't think they're in love. Does she only? <laughs> does she only see him when she's going places? They don't, no, they don't see each other at all. I think, <laughs> right. I just think like, they live in a culture where you're not allowed to Hawaii. get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that's oh. true. Yeah. He says he can't return home because he'll be forced. He'll be forced to quit drinking and smoking, a habit he supplies with his monthly government allowance, which. <laughs> This is a quote from him. My family told me if I wanted to stay, I had to quit smoking and drinking, and I couldn't do that. So I, and I'd have to give them all my monthly government allowance, and then how would I buy my cigarettes and alcohol? Like, what you like? This guy sounds like the most honest person <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> Fuckers be taking all my cold ones and smokes. This is worse than when I got fired from the airline. So he left. He went and lived there. It's 12 miles away from his house. He moved there in 2008. 12 miles. I don't even remember 2008. He's been at the airport yeah. since then. Yeah. Yeah. 12 miles is such a petty distance to move away from your wife. Like, it's not far right. enough. It's, it's like a it's kind of far. It's like a like ten. <laughs> It's like a 20 minute drive. It's so accessible. <laughs> you could have come home at any moment. It's such a cheap Uber. He lives there in Terminal 2 because it's the warmest. <laughs> so he like found out which is the warmest terminal. <laughs> he started sleeping there because he had a falling out with his lame ass family who stole all his booze and uh, cigarette moolah. <laughs> He's fucking mad. He gave up. He gave up looking for work because he's trying to chill after he got fired from a job where he worked at as an internal combustion engine engineer, <laughs> engine factory engineer in his forties for being too old. <laughs> he got fired as an internal. Just, I love how they could do that in China. Just you're just too old. I don't think you get fired for no, being too old true. if you're a person who will desert their family and live in an airport <laughs> so you can drink all day. You're saying he may not have been pulling his weight. I'm guessing he was, well, you're too old. Also, you're slurring your words, and everything's a complete disaster yeah. that you do, Way, you know, You know what the best part of living at the airport would be? Would be like when someone has their flight delayed, and they're sitting there going, man, I feel like we've been here forever. <laughs> you're like, really? <laughs> He leaves occasionally to do some shopping. <laughs> shopping? Like going to Old Navy, got to get get new cargo pants. <laughs> I wonder if I could do that. I wonder if I could just live at O'Hare. No, I couldn't live at O'Hare. Why not? No, Midway. I like Midway. Mid well, I would rather, yeah, Midway, yeah. He, uh, the staff of the airport says he's harmless, but is a constant loud drunk. <laughs> he's, he's Chinese Flannery. <laughs> so, mm. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Just every single day, this guy, you would watch this guy go from zero to 60 <laughs> throughout the day. Because, you know, the bars close and yeah. they only open. Well, yeah, it's 24 hours a day there. He's been encouraged to leave a few times, but every <laughs> every Preach. time they mention it, he's he's drunk and he loses his temper. 
Every time, because you know, like when uh, you're drunk, like, you should, you know, you've been drinking too I much. I mean, this is uh, you should get a an job. international airport. <laughs> and I love the optimism of that, you know, of that security guard. All right, today's the day. We're finally going to be walked up to right. the guy. He's like, ah, you know what? I'll come back tomorrow. That's <laughs> what I see happening. And you know, every time it's just, Neil, today's not a right good day. You yeah. I got, know. I got a lot going on. I got another $17 Sam Adams coming. I can't let it go to waste. Yeah, they wanted me to add a shot on for 10 bucks. Yeah, I want the shot. You know what fucking want the shot. <laughs> the 7.15 from, uh, from Paris is coming in. I don't want to disappoint those guys. Let's do a Power Moves throwback story. Penis scissors. An armed Florida maniac broke into the home of his wife's lover and cut off the man's penis. With a pair of scissors, according to police, who said the intruder fled the residence with the severed dong. This is our world. Everyone. Was it reattached later? Mm. No. Also, I, will <laughs> say, I will say, I will say. No, no. Uh, no. If I could just say something real quick yeah. first. It, like, I always find it weird that you hear these stories where dudes get their dicks cut off by women and the mm -hmm. cops show up. And it's the one time cops don't just kill everyone. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, we got a dick on the floor. Let's get this guy. It, right. It's like they finally like mind their P's and Q's. They go into de-escalation. Yeah. You know, they're like, we got to get this dick reattached, you know. This is the greatest commercial for those scissors, though, right? <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. Like, that's got to be yeah. That's Japanese oh, yeah. steel, whatever the fuck is in there. Yeah, there's a one, lot. Of one chop? I, uh, it has to be. There's yeah. no way anyone sticks around for like a couple more. It's got to be quick and to the point. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Unless he did it with those kindergarten yeah. scissors. <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> hey, come on now. Yeah, that stings. Knock it off, you goof. The victim told cops that his neighbor, Alex Bonilla, 49, entered his trailer home in Bell, Florida, Sunday morning and threatened to kill him. Once inside, Bell, uh, Bonilla warned the victim that he would shoot him if he resisted. Bonilla then took the victim into his bedroom, tied him up, and forcibly cut off the victim's oh. penis with a pair of scissors. Hey, oh. hey, you want, you want to know the most redundant word in that sentence? Forcibly. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't consensually. Hey, you want to come in the bedroom with me? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, bro. Hey, I'm bro, trying to <laughs> bro. Bro, you want to come in the bedroom with me? Oh, I got some Crown Royal Apple. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Looking. I've been trying to broaden my horizons. The wife says I'm a bit too <laughs> close-minded. What do you got in mind? <laughs> After he tied him up, uh, Bonilla then fled the scene with a severed penis. <laughs> oh. Where? Oh, that's a good point. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> what you know? You know a great place to conceal a penis down your pants. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! <laughs> Wrong I'm, one. I'm not great at math, but there's one too many of these down there. He went home to his wife. He's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Two? Ooh, la la! You have changed. Ooh, wowie, wah wah, <laughs> Mr. Macho Man. When I told you to grow as a person, this is not what I meant." <laughs> Investigators reported that there were two kids in the home when Bonilla stole. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Nothing to see here, kids. <laughs> Nothing to see here, kids. The man is just here to cut off your old dad's dick. Hey, what could possibly have had happened in your life where you think it's okay to shit in a urinal? Well, one day a Wait, guy came so into our trailer home. Was he having an affair with the other person's hey, fucking, wife? Uh, across the street neighbor's wife. Oh, and that's okay. All right. Yeah, and the guy's I just like, wondering what the motivation hey, is here. Not You're very like, cool. The defense rests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, exactly. then never mind. I just love that the kids. This guy had to play it cool because you, know, you got to be a good dad. Got to be a good dad. <laughs> You're like, well, you know, kids, you know, play your um, yeah. Nintendo GameCube or whatever you have there, and <laughs> your old dad's just going to be in the bedroom with his new friend. And um, if you hear any screaming, just uh, you know. What state Don't is this? Make a phone was this call. Florida? It's Florida, of course. You, know, you knew what state it was. How <laughs> dare you? According to the arrest report, he, uh, Bonilla recently caught his wife at the victim banging. They live across the street. Bonilla, who works for a dairy, was charged with multiple felony charges for completely severing the victim's dirty slam arm. <laughs> Bonilla is being held in jail in lieu of a $1.25 million bond. Florida, Florida's amazing <laughs> because it's all the people who are unwell. In normal states, well. yeah. who think like, you know what? I think it's winters that bring me down, but I don't have the money to get to California, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna go down to Florida, and it's like all our all. It's like Ohio's crazy people, Kentucky's crazy people, <laughs> like crazy states, crazy people. Yeah, because you're just gonna keep going down further and further exactly. away from whatever yeah, yeah, problems yeah. you caused. Yeah, I have a friend who went from Michigan to different parts of florida and then slowly turned into a key west guy yeah oh, right. it's and like it's like florida's like the 4am bar of america yeah. where you're just like okay that's close all right go south you know right and now now you're a big city I, I also hate this defense of of florida man stories because sometimes you bring up a story like this and they're like no actually that's due to florida's uh like uh public record laws where they have to publish oh the that's bullshit of, every state does yeah, that. yeah but it's also this the guy cut off a guy's dick and this would have made the news in imperial rome <laughs> like yeah. it's not like, yeah 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 he was transported to a local hospital for treatment the arrest report does not detail the man's condition or whether <laughs> this severed penis was recovered that guy didn't give it back you don't cut off someone's dick and give it, <laughs> dude. Sorry, dude. It's funny you say that because it reminds me of that scene in Big Lebowski where he goes, "Is there any hope that we'll get my car back?" <laughs> and the guy just starts laughing. <laughs> so, uh, any leads on on my penis? And he, you know, he just threw it in like a Wendy's trash can or something. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Is there an iPad app to find your dick once you've like maybe, you know, one of those? Maybe they just find some dicks lying around and they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we found it. You know, you're just like, you can check the lost and found. Yeah, we got a lot in there. color it. You know? <laughs> That's close enough. Let's do some power grooves. Uh, my song of the week, I'm going to do two. Okay. Uh, first one is Money in the Ghetto by Too Short off of Get In Where You Fit In. And the second one is heading out, heading out to the highway by Judas Priest off of Point of Entry. Okay. If you're not familiar with the program, it's you know we do this at the end of the show. <laughs> and last time I did this show here, you're like, "Where's fucking power grooves?" Yes, Joe. <laughs> you got one, boys. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. What do you? What's a song? Name a song you like and be vulnerable about it, motherfucker. 
You want me to name a song I like? Yeah, a song that you wouldn't li- think I would. Song you're listening to, like it comes out. Oh, you like- know what? Can I tell a song today? I got really into one of those Spotify suggestion ones where I listen to it like uh, ten times in a row. It was I've never heard of this woman before. I think her name was Barbara Keith, and she was a folk artist in mm-hmm. New York in the 1960s. And the song was um, Detroit or Buffalo. And it was amazing. And then apparently she created a new band in the 90s called the Stone Coyotes that had some success that basically redid her songs from the 60s. Uh, but it was absolutely amazing. It was it, it was amazing. It was, uh, I couldn't, it, it sounded like uh, Joni Mitchell with like this like Grateful Dead uh, amazing session musician band behind her. Love it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and the song is called Detroit or Buffalo. Uh, I'll go with uh, Funk. By, does anyone know the, the artist Betty Davis? Not the actress. Does anyone, anyone know who Betty Davis is? Betty Davis, is a, she's an, she was a singer from the 70s. She was briefly mild, uh, married to Miles Davis, and they had like a terrible fucking relationship because Miles Davis just thought that she was fucking all these other mu- uh, musicians. And to set his mind to rest, she recorded a song called Funk, where she just listed all of these singers that she may or may not have fucked. And it's, so <laughs> and it's got lyrics like Jimi Hendrix, pretty good with his hands, wink. And it's just like, <laughs> it's the greatest fuck you. It's hilarious. That's, awesome. <laughs> that's, that's pimp shit. Yeah, that's yeah. She's shit. amazing. Look her up. She just died. She passed away a couple of months died. ago. She just died. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Betty Davis, look at all her shit. Is oh, on Spotify. yeah. She did pass away like yeah, a year she's ago. She's amazing. It's all, it's all, it's good. It's good. Fun Fuck you and fuck music. It's good. It's good music to fuck to and to say fuck you to. She's no. also she's dirty. She's really dirty. She's really she's dirty. A song called, she's a song called "If I If I'm in Luck, I Might Get Picked Up," which is just great. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I'd never heard of her, and I was at uh, Matt Bronger, comedian Matt Bronger's yeah. house, and he had vinyl, and oh, it, and wow. it was just, it sounded like an like oh, it sounded old. Yeah. But then it was so filthy that I'm like, how the fuck did this <laughs> yeah, exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Cardi B yeah. before Cardi B. Correct. She, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Boys, thank you for joining me. Uh, Adam, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, just uh, ATP Burke on Instagram. I have clips and stuff and stuff on there. Just check me out. Great. Uh, I have a book coming out. Uh, places I can't return to <laughs> titles <laughs> i can't remember <laughs> uh this young man over here uh edited it uh i think it's really funny and then also my friday show with the lincoln lodge is going to be launched as a podcast soon uh co-hosted by our friend cj sullivan oh, uh that nice. is called the blackout diaries very nice very nice yeah give these two boys a hand everyone thank you so much thank you thank you all for coming give yourselves a hand what a great fucking fun night Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. 
I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just doing Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.